Welcome to the Noon at Northside podcast with your host, Pastor Stephanie. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I know it's only been a week since our last podcast, but you know, a couple weeks ago, I didn't have much of a voice. But as you could tell, I've gotten that voice back, uh, most of the t- mostly. Um, but I'm really excited. So today we have a guest speaker who is going to be sharing uh, a little bit about their story when it comes to spiritual gifts. If you didn't have the chance to go listen to the other podcasts, I would encourage you because that has a lot of, you know, stuff in it uh, about learning about what it means to have spiritual gifts and what they are. Um, But today's, you know, today we've got a guest speaker who's going to be sharing their story and not just their story, but what their gifts are, how they use their spiritual gifts and just what it means to use your spiritual gifts. Um, Our guest speaker today is someone who has attended Elkhart Northside for a very long time, and her name is Candy LaPlace. She is the absolute best. If you don't know who that is, I mean, you really need to you need to figure out who this person is because Candy is what it means to be a servant, what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. She is a a blessing to those who are in the church. And it is because of this gift that God has given her that she can be that blessing and that servant. She has some of the coolest gifts that I don't personally have, but she has them and she uses them and it is fantastic. And she makes coming and being a part of the body of Christ just all that the better. So without further ado, here is Candy the Place to tell you a little bit about her spiritual gifts and what it means to be a servant of God. Well, good morning, Northside, and welcome to this podcast on spiritual gifts. My name is Candy LaPlace, and Stephanie had asked if I share some thoughts and perhaps some personal examples about spiritual gifts. So just so you know, I'm a lot more comfortable sitting around a table with you and talking together rather than talking at you on a podcast. So this is really a stretch for me. But then God always likes to stretch us, doesn't he? The one thing I'm really glad about is there's no camera in this room because if there were, I would be freaking out. So I'm grateful it's a podcast. Um, Stephanie already um, shared in the last podcast some great information about spiritual gifts. So if you didn't get a chance to listen, please go back and check out her podcast that she began the series with. In uh, talking about gifts, just an FYI about me, if you don't know me, is I love trying to find the perfect gift Um, that fits a person's likes and personality. And I just love when I can find just the right thing to give to someone. Um, As an example, uh, a few Christmases ago, I uh, knew my grandson Graham in South Carolina. He loves robotics. So he's always uh, building Legos and talking about um, things that just amaze me that he wants to build an engineer to make the world better. So I was able to find um, like a robot kit on Amazon. And so I got that for him and took it down and I had the joy of seeing him open it and how excited he was. So um, at the end of opening gifts, really, that whole day, he just took that box and laid all the pieces on the floor and um, worked all day um, trying to put that together. And I think it took him till the next morning. But once it was all together, I mean, it looked really cool, but it just sat there. 
Um, so it took him some more time to figure out how to power it up. And then um, he had to put an app on his phone that worked like a remote. And then once he had that all figured out, um, he was able uh, to power that robot up. And, and it was just so cool because he could make the head move, he could make the hands move, and he could um, just make it go backwards, forwards, turn in circles. It went all over the living room floor. So um, that made that gift so cool. And just as a grandma, I was so excited that he enjoyed it. Um, but when I'm giving gifts, sometimes I forget. I get the perfect gift, but I forget the batteries. And um, so a gift like that robot without the power, it would have looked cool, and I would have given it with the same love, but it wouldn't have been enjoyed as much because it wouldn't have functioned like it was meant to do. So that just kind of leads me into our topic of spiritual gifts because God also loves giving gifts. Uh, We were all created in love uniquely, and each of us was given special gifts, not just one, but most. I think really all of us have more than one gift. And if you don't think you have a special gift, just let me assure you that you do. But like the robot, the gifts are most enjoyed when we allow the Creator to empower them. They weren't given just to be unwrapped and sit on a shelf. God designed us to be part of a much greater purpose than just making our own lives better. Um, Really wholeness in our lives, it doesn't come from the gift itself. It comes from realizing that God wants to empower that gift to be part of his work in this world. So if you have a chance, um, I encourage you to check out the list of spiritual gifts that Stephanie posted with this podcast on the Facebook site or on the app. Um, I love that this list uses some newer terminology that might help you identify your own gifts a little bit better. And I'm going to take a little time just to read through them quickly. Um, First listed is faith, and the interpretation of that is believing, um, mercy or comforting, leadership or directing. And I love that explanation because leadership isn't just being in front. It's really directing a program or group of people or idea. Um, Discernment, evangelism, contributing or giving, which can be money, time, or many other things. Um, Knowledge. And then the newer terminology says learning. And I love that because um, it's important for us to remember it's not what we know, but it's being willing to always um, be taught and be learning about new things. Um, The next one listed is pastor, shepherding, and then the newer terminology of mentoring, which again, uh, just gives that a whole new context because many of us will never be pastors, but we do pastoring um, in our role as mentors, even if that just means mentoring a grandchild or uh, someone close to us. Um, The next gift listed is administration or organizing, Um, a big word, apostleship, which maybe confuses, it confuses me, Uh, but another um, word for that they use, which I love, is pioneering, because right now there are so many people pioneering in the church um, and in our culture trying to find new ways um, to actually communicate with um, Uh, this generation and the the changes in the culture that have happened. Um, The next one is wisdom or problem solving, which again, I love because it's not about what you know, but um, 
Problem solving is a great term for that. Um, Profit or speaking out, helper or supporting role, and then teaching. So when we think about gifts, sometimes we're held back thinking that we have to use that gift for something big or a position that we take on for the rest of our lives. Um, Or some of us think that spiritual gifts are only used for church ministry. Uh, For instance, you might think if you have the gift of teaching, you have to teach a class. Or if you're a leader, you have to lead some big event or crusade to uh, use your gift for God. Um, I was having lunch with somebody this week, a, a young gal, who um, said that she just felt like God had something big for her to do in her life, but she felt like he wasn't doing that or she didn't know how to do that because she felt like there were just things in her life that still didn't line up perfectly and um, things she was struggling with. And I just wanted to encourage her that, you know, God uses us even with all of our imperfections because it's his work and not ours. And that it's not always that one big thing he wants to do in your life, but it's just everyday moments that he wants to use you. Um, And that's exactly what I found in my own life is that God uses gifts in the very ordinary ordinary moments of life. Um, He uses them in your home, he uses them in your work, and he uses them in your neighborhood. Um, As I heard someone say this week, and I just love this, um, just show up and give what you've got, and you might be surprised the extraordinary things that can happen. Uh, Kind of like the young boy who was willing to give us five loaves and two fishes. I mean, he didn't get up that day um, thinking that he was going to be part of an amazing miracle. He just brought what he had, and he agreed to let it be used. And um, when the disciples looked at that gift, they said, and this, I, I saw this in the scripture this week, I thought it was so interesting. The disciples said, but that's a drop in the bucket for a crowd like this. Uh, but then all of them watched what it became with God's power as he fed the whole crowd. He fed the whole crowd with such a simple offering. And that's what he'll do with your gifts as well. Um, so personally, I feel really grateful. Um, I grew up in the church and I had some wonderful godly role models demonstrate to me what it meant to just bring what you've got and serve others in and out of the church with their gifts. Um, People didn't have to preach that to me because I saw them live it um, and use their gifts. And that's just a reminder to me that there's always generations influenced by how we allow our own spiritual gifts to be used in our lives as well. Um, So, In my early adulthood years, I was really privileged. Actually, it wasn't early. It was just about 15 years or so ago. But anyway, I was able to attend a passion conference uh, with some college students from this church. um, And it just really broadened my perspective about my own purpose and gifting. And I want to share that with you because I've never been able to get away from it. It was probably nothing new, but the Holy Spirit just somehow during that conference really connected this with my heart. Um, The concept was that since the beginning of time, God has been writing a beautiful story, and that story is about redemption, drawing a broken world back to himself and restoring the brokenness that sin brought to this life. So really, everything about God is about redemption. 
Tim has often said, God wants us to bring his kingdom here on earth. And and really that, in my mind, is the same thing. Uh, The speaker impressed on me that my life and my purpose was to be part of God's big story that he's been writing since the beginning of time. It didn't start with me. And it's not for us to be the star of the story, and it's not our own personal story, it's his. We're here to play whatever role he gives us in his story as he draws people to himself. Uh, We're here to reflect his light to the world and to be the salt or flavor of the earth and to be his hands and feet. And that's exactly why he gives us these spiritual gifts um, to be used for him. So um, the perspective shift for me has, I've really appreciated that perspective shift to begin looking for places where God is already working, uh, because it doesn't start with you. God is doing amazing things all through the world. He's already working in the world, um, in my neighborhood and in the city and in our church. And so my role is to plug in where God directs me to play a role in that story that he's already been writing. Um, So as an example of this, um, when I think about God's heart and his story, Um, The Bible is very clear that one of the things that he's really passionate about is caring for orphans and widows. So I get so excited that foster love here in this church is a beautiful expression of the body of Christ using all of its gifts together in our building to minister to foster families and children. Um, That is something that is at the very heart of God. And so I just love seeing this come together because it uses so many different gifts. Um, I mean, Michelle Smith clearly has a wonderful gift for leadership. I do not have that gift. (laughs) She is able to pull a team. She, She has a vision. She has a passion. She's able to pull and direct a team of people together. Uh, to join her in that passion. Um, JD has the gift of helps, clearly, and he does whatever is needed to support foster love and to help his wife. Um, Others use their gifts to teach the parents, and at the same time, other people are using their gifts of teaching and hospitality um, to host and provide a lesson, fun for the kids and food for the kids while the parents are in training. And even our um, youth and uh, children's students join us in using their gifts for this ministry. Uh, it's it's just such a ministry after God's own heart, and I can't tell you what it's like uh, um, if you haven't seen it. The, the last time Foster Love was here, we were bursting at the seams with children and people on a Sunday night, um, and it was just really... Um, It was a stretch for everyone because there were so many kids and um, so much uh, kids with trauma and behavior difficulties, but it was a beautiful thing to see everybody come together uh, working for the purpose of helping those families. I just am so excited that Northside is part of that. Moving on, there's uh, many scriptures about spiritual gifts. So uh, if you have time, I'd love it if uh, sometime this week you would go to passages in 1 Corinthians chapters 12 and 13, uh, which talks a lot about spiritual gifts. And I'm going to read a portion of those here. Um, In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4, it says, There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. 
there are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. And then after uh, those scriptures, he begins to list the spiritual gifts in the scripture and then moves on to talk about the body of Christ and how it takes each part of the body of Christ to function well. Um, and, And just a side note here, many of us, when we think about the body of Christ, we're thinking about our own little community in this church. And the body of Christ is so much bigger than that. Um, There are so many churches and denominations and people who are trying to follow God's heart. And we are a part of that bigger whole, the body of Christ. And um, there's harmony in the body when all of the members, regardless of their role, are cared for. Each part is important, no matter how insignificant. And if one part suffers, we all suffer. And if one part is honored, we can all be glad for that. So I'm so grateful to be part of the North Side as the body of Christ, but also a much bigger body of Christ that, um, that expands all across the world. Um, but about this scripture, what I really love is right at the end of chapter 12, after talking about the gifts and after talking about the body of Christ, the very last sentence of the last verse in chapter 12 just really hit me this week. It says, but now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. Um, let me read that again. Now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. And who among us is not wanting to have the best life? <laughs> I think that's that, that's what we all yearn for is to um, just be used of God, have the best life of all. Um, and that One verse leads directly into chapter 13, which, as we know, many of us know that as the love chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. So how cool is that? Um, He gets to the heart of what it takes um, for us to use our spiritual gifts to make a difference. It's not the gift. It takes a heart of love. He says, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. He goes on to say, let love be your highest goal. I love that. Let love be your highest goal. Using your gifts in the spirit of love is what matters, not using them with pride or obligation. So it's just so cool that um, he shows that when we power our gifts with God's love and his Holy Spirit, he can use those gifts in this big story that he's writing of redemption, not not to do this in our own strength or for our own pride. Um, and I don't know about you, but there are too many times I've been a clanging symbol thinking I was doing the right thing. And perhaps I was doing the right thing, but for the wrong reason or wrong attitude. Um, So I have to constantly remind myself it's his gift and just my place to be willing to offer it and let him decide how and where he wants to use it. 
it kind of reminds me of an orchestra. Um, I was so excited to be able to watch my grandson Dylan um, play in the state band a couple of weeks ago. And uh, the music was just amazing. I love music and I used to play in the band. But um, when all members play their instrument together with the right timing and the right harmony, even a clanging cymbal has a place in a beautiful piece of music if it comes in at the right time. Um, so all together, you know, God just wants us to help him in his story, and um, it, it creates something beautiful in this world. Um, so uh, sorry if it sounds like I'm rambling, but um, just want to take the last few moments to share some of my personal story. Um, I've found that over the years, although my gifting has remained similar, the ways um, that God has used my gifts has been a big variety. Um, I would say that for myself, my personal um, spiritual gifts have lined up in the areas of teaching, encouraging, helping, problem solving, and hospitality. Uh, I've not always used those gifts in the best ways, so just a reminder to use them under the Spirit's direction and not in your own strength, and to use them with the right attitude. Um, so just a little history, I began teaching or assisting in Sunday school classes and Bible school actually clear back in my early teen years. Um, and I'm really grateful for a church that encourages teens to plug into ministry. Um, and I get so excited when I see our youth helping in this church. Many times on Sunday mornings, you might be sitting out in the congregation and it looks like we have no youth uh, because we're used to them all sitting on that front left side and uh, but if you just go to the children's department, you'll see them plugging in their gifts by helping in so many areas, and they are great at it. And I'm so thankful for Trina. She herself has a gift of leadership and vision, and um, and in her leadership gift, she has a way of recognizing uh, people's strengths and plugging them into areas in ministry um, where they can use their spiritual gifts. And I just love that about her, and all of the leaders in our church uh, do a great job with that. Um, so I'm just really thankful. You don't have to wait for some big moment to use your gift. Um, right here and now, uh, even our teens and our children are using their gifts. Um, for myself, my spiritual gifts really affected the profession that I chose. So um, I loved teaching and I loved children, so I really had thought early on about um, becoming a teacher. But instead, um, for whatever reason, I ended up um, being in the nursing program at Olivet. That was my choice. And um, despite whatever profession, I mean, if you look at nursing or teaching or social work, it's, it's all about um, helping others. And that was one of the places that God just um, had my heart was in helping others. So nursing gave me um, a chance, even though I wasn't a teacher, nursing gave me a chance to teach. It gave me a chance to encourage and help and use hospitality in a healthcare setting. Uh, so it just cool to me that God did that. Um, for several years, I worked as a visiting nurse in people's homes in the community um, and in various roles. So for instance, um, early on, I taught parents to care for high-risk infants that had just been um, discharged from NICU. Um, and then 
I also worked in homes where infants um, or children were at risk because um, parents were giving marginalized care. And so I was able to go in and assess the situation and help with teaching and training uh, and care of the children. Um, another time in, in my nursing career, I worked with hospice patients and their families, and that was so rewarding. And again, I was able to use the gifts God gave me in that professional and community setting, um, sitting with people who were dying and families who were losing loved ones. And that was just a very rewarding um, job for me. And then during my last 20 years, I've worked as a nurse case manager. Um, and again, just a lot of that role is education, problem solving, um, helping people, uh, being with people in the community who um, are at risk of job loss. And just um, it's just each role has given me a chance to be in the community and to be salt and light in homes with difficult circumstances. So um, I'm always amazed at how even in my nursing profession, which I didn't originally plan to choose, God put me in a position to do his work in the world. Um, so I just am so grateful for that. And then in the church over the years, I've had um, opportunities to plug my gifts into ministries here at Northside. Um, I taught for many years with Carla in Children's Church and led children's musicals and then with Deidre uh, as helping her and so many other people who've worked um, in that area. Uh, and I also loved working with teens. And uh, one of my greatest joys was having a house full of kids over and hearing them laugh and feeding them and hopefully pointing them to Christ. So I'm just grateful for all those opportunities. Um, but one thing I think is important to remember as we close, is that no matter how many years you've served in an area where God wants to multiply, um, where you've served in an area, God wants to multiply and grow others for similar roles. Um, it's God's work, not our own. So I really think it's important that you make room for other people to grow in their gifts and even at times uh, step aside and serve as a mentor and coach as they step into leadership roles in those ministries. Uh, that's really how we grow the body of Christ, and it's how we allow the next generation to lead. So it doesn't mean you're not needed anymore. God will never run out of places to use you in a story. He multiplies places. To, for people to be used. So um, roles and how you use your gifts might change from time to time. Uh, but for me, um, one thing that affected me was that early on um, in my adult life, probably in my late 40s, early 50s, um, I ended up with a hearing disability, which has progressed significantly over the years. So if you're talking to me and um, I shake my head yes when it should be no, just understand I may not have heard you right. <laughs> so um, anyway, that has drastically changed some of the ways that I have served in the past, um, teaching a large class. Um, is difficult because I can't hear um, questions that the students might ask. But I can still teach in a small setting or one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, so the cool thing is that God just provided other ways for me to serve, and he provided great people to step into roles I could no longer do. Um, and I can be their cheerleader. So none of this means God can't use me. I just had to be open to God's heart and let him lead me where he had more for me to do different roles for me to play in his same story. Remember, it's his story. He's been writing it 
since the beginning of time. We're not the star of the story. We're just here um, to play a supporting role in what he's doing already in the world. So I love how God has given me opportunities right now uh, to be a part of where he's working in the world. Um, I'm able to serve uh, with faith, at Faith Mission in the baby room in Foster Love and have an awesome spiritual enrichment group of ladies that meet in my home. Um, it's just been such a blessing. And um, yeah, I've people continue to give me ways to connect with kids and teens by cooking for them, listening, just hanging out with them. Um, and I just love that he's giving me chances to reach out to my neighbors and continues to give me chances to reach out in my family. Um, so there's never ending ways to help, to teach, to encourage and never ending ways for him to use your gifts as well. So as I think about the people at Northside and friends and uh, people in this church, I just feel uh, that there is a whole host of people with awesome spiritual gifts. Uh, and if you have questions about whether you have one, please come and talk to me uh, because I want to encourage you. You do have a gift and you can trust God to power it and to use it. Um, and more than likely, if you talk to me or someone close to you, they've already recognized what your gift is, even if you haven't. And you're probably already using it and you just don't know it. Um, and God may be leading you to use it even uh, further in more ministry or in the community. Um, so as I heard this week, just show up with what you've got, and you may be surprised how God uses it. There's no greater joy, there's no greater purpose in this world than to be part of God's great story. It's the best. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Well, thanks so much, Candy, for that. You know, oh, gosh. Candy is one of the biggest blessings that the church has ever seen, to be honest. She has always had a servant's heart. And to hear some of her story on how she's used her gifts, how what she believes in when it comes to gifts, and just to see the encouragement that comes from her. I mean, you heard herself. She said one of her gifts is encouragement. And this entire podcast just now was one big encouragement, I think, to all of us to not only know what our gifts are, but to use them for what God has in mind for us. I mean, it doesn't matter what we think we can do. God has gifted us to do what he has called us to do. And it is so incredible to hear someone say, even if your circumstances have changed, if your life is different, if there are certain things that you once could do and can't do anymore, that doesn't change your gifts. It just changes how you use them. And God has always got it, a plan in mind for how you can be of use, how you can serve a purpose, and how your gifts are necessary to the church. It's just, it's incredible. So if you get the chance to thank Candy for what she has said in this podcast, please, 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 please thank her for this. I I know you got something incredible out of this because I did. And 
I just want to encourage all of you to continue to listen in to the new Net Northside podcast, to continue to get more education, discipleship from our topics, but also more encouragement as we talk about some, you know, interesting topics. We talk about some heavy topics, some hot button topics, uh, some topics you probably even didn't think you needed to listen to, but... I just want to encourage everyone that regardless of whatever the topic is, that this is something that you can listen into no matter how old you are, how young you are, uh, no matter what circumstances life has thrown at you, um, that there is hope, there there is healing, and there is real discipleship and service. Um and being a part of the universal church, the body of Christ. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, We'll catch you in a couple of weeks with a brand new topic as we get into the month of April. Um, I believe, uh, if you've not seen it on the Facebook page, uh, April's topic is going to be featuring uh, women in ministry. Now, this is not just women who are pastors. Um, Although me and our guest speaker are pastors, uh, women, female pastors, But this is more of our topic is going to be talking about what it's like to serve the Lord as a woman. And whether you are a woman who is listening to this or if you're a man, there is something to be said about women who are in the church. Uh, There's something to be learned about that. And there's something to grow uh, with that. So I really encourage you to come back in the month of April to listen in on that topic. Uh, But until then, I'll catch you guys later.